Hi, I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and this is the Dying to Ask podcast. This week, we are looking at one of my favorite topics, actually, to research and podcast about, and that is gratitude. I have done multiple shows on this, and I firmly believe that a few minutes of recognizing some of the good things in your life, even if they're small, can change you physically, mentally, and emotionally. And science backs me up on this. <laughs> I've done my research. I went all in on gratitude during the pandemic when, honestly, I think a lot of us struggle to find good things in some of those days. And uh, since that time, it has become, I guess, what you would call a practice. Like, I'm really good about doing the daily intake, either with myself or with my kids, trying to find um, some good things and flip the script sometimes on days that don't feel so good. So when I'm my personal practice, if I may say that, in the mornings when I'm getting prepped for my newscasts, I open up my, my planner, my paper planner. Do not come after me about my paper planner. It works, okay? On my planner... There's actually a section on each day that says grateful for gratitude and the numbers one, two, and three. One little line for each of them. And I write down some bullet points every single morning, three things I'm grateful for. Now, spoiler, the first one, if you want to go ahead and look at my little diary, is usually coffee, which I am sipping as I'm doing it. I am very grateful for coffee. Whoever came up with coffee, you are amazing because I don't know that I would get through most days without the coffee. So... I write down something like coffee, and then maybe it's something that happened the day before or, you know, an interaction I had before I went to bed. They're, they're never huge things, ever. They're not. They're not like major life-changing events. They're usually simple little things that starting out the day, I go, wow, that was actually pretty good. Now, with my kids, gratitude and looking at it has really been a game changer when it comes to changing the temperature of family interactions, which is a nice way of saying when they're being bratty or ungrateful or fighting. Um, the gratitude game, as we have nicknamed it, can really change the temperature in the car. So we usually do play it in the car because that tends to be where things go south in my family. <laughs> so the way it works in my, in my house, uh, I have boys, so I had to gamify it, is rapid fire three things that you're grateful for. So we, you start one person starts, usually it's whoever suggested doing it, and then you rapid fire go around in a circle in the car or whoever happens to be there, and you name out three things that you're grateful for. Now, it's not overtly preachy, but make no mistake, it preaches. And I have found for my kids, especially if they wake up grumpy, they're teenagers, that's kind of part of the game. Thinking for a moment about something that they're grateful for is super revealing about them. So with my younger son, he, he's like amazing at this whole gratitude game thing. Um, it has unearthed some things about teachers who have taken a moment to be kind to him or to help him or to recognize that he needed help. Um, or to praise him sometimes. He thrives on, on the hidden compliment sometimes or the not-so-hidden compliment. And so it's been an interesting way to get to know him where certain conversations might not have happened except for the gratitude game. So the other person who loves gratitude is my friend Edie Lambert, my colleague here at KCRA. She is also on the gratitude bandwagon, and we talk about it a lot. We're always sharing articles with each other or podcast links. And she just did a marvelous story about the science of gratitude with the newly named professor of happiness at Sacramento State University. It's Dr. Malik Shah Demir. And what he's doing is just incredible. And I have, it's so easy to see why his class has become so incredibly popular and the difference that it's making. And he's not alone in this. On a number of campuses from Yale to UC Berkeley to Sac State now, the science of happiness has been, become something that, that students are craving and that it's truly changing lives. So here now is Edie's story. 
grateful for. In the middle of Sacramento State's busy student union, write something that you're grateful for on this rock and you can take it with you. An invitation to stop and be grateful for anything. I just wrote my friends because during like COVID, I like didn't get to interact with anybody. Students in a class called the Psychology of Happiness organized this event to share what they've learned. If you practice gratitude and happiness, you make more money, you sleep better, you have um, better health. It's just, I've been surprised by how many benefits there are. We have like a little booth around the corner. So they set up gratitude stations where people could express their gratitude on rocks, on slips of paper, in letters. Hi, Professor Shah. I'd like to thank you for offering me position of student assistant. You are an amazing professor, one of my favorites. I'll remain grateful for considering me. You're always so positive and funny. I hope you and your family are doing well. Crystal King. Those students told us writing those letters made them happy. And research shows the benefits could also range from less fatigue to lower levels of systemic inflammation. There are different ways to practice gratitude and it brings on a lot of benefits to the individual. Dr. Melikshant Demir is Sac State's very first endowed professor in happiness. These are his students. Why would practicing gratitude have a physical benefit like better sleep? When you practice gratitude, it has the potential to give you the sense of peace, comfort which is likely to help you, say, you know, before bedtime to, to breathe easily, you know, and then comfortably sleep. Perhaps this could be one um, reason as to why we are observing those, you know, benefits in the sleep domain. And practicing gratitude can impact many other areas. I'm more connected with my spouse. I'm more connected with my friends and my family. I really appreciate being at school, which has made me more excited about what I'm learning and getting better grades. There are lots of ways to get there with a gratitude journal or even a little tree like this. Right now we have people who are grateful for their family, their friends, their car, uh, their dog. And while there's no one way to practice gratitude, turns out there is a wrong way. To me, for instance, writing gratitude letters, I write two a year, and then uh, more than two is just overwhelming for me. But uh, for some people, it might be they uh, can write a gratitude letter maybe every other month, you know, six letters a year. That's fantastic for you. The challenge is to find the right dose for us. It shouldn't become a burden. It shouldn't overwhelm us because, and it shouldn't lose its, its novelty. So back to the letters written by the students, there's clearly a benefit for the writers. I'm taking these letters and hopefully going to deliver them. How about the recipients? We followed along to find out. We asked students to sit down and write a letter to one of their faculty members and a student wrote this for you. Oh, thank you. Am I supposed to? Yeah. Okay. You can open it. Turns out there's also research into this part of gratitude, receiving it. Dr. Young, I'm very grateful to have met you last semester. You have been such an inspiration for me and someone I look up to. Since my recent struggles in life, you have been the only one to listen and guide me and will always be and I will always be happy you've been in my life. There is research showing that the recipients of gratitude acts, they are also reporting reporting increased well-being. So it's just a win-win situation. You uh, delivering the message, expressing gratitude, it makes you happy, contributes to your well-being. The person who is on the other end receiving gratitude, they are also benefiting from this experience as well, this gesture. I'm grateful that they are grateful for me, and it definitely makes this something that I want to do every day. Doesn't Dr. Demir make you want to go back to school? I mean, like, I would go back to school to study that. What a game-changing class that is for all of those students. 
and, and really for generations because that's the kind of thing that they will teach their kids. So I've told you how my family's gratitude hat goes. So today I'm dying to ask, I'm playing the game with a handful of colleagues. I spent exactly 20 minutes walking around our newsroom. No one turned me down. And I told them, look, I just want to ask you three things that you're grateful for, but I really don't want you to overly think this. Just give them to me off the top of your head. Two observations. Number one, when you ask somebody what they're grateful for, you can learn a lot about their values. And you'll hear in some of these interactions what's important to some of my colleagues. Some of, some of these people are on air, people that you might know. Most of them are behind the scenes. And so um, I wanted to make sure we had a mixture of people. So asking somebody what they're grateful for, a great way to get to know them. Um, you might have to be you know, kind of clever in how you ask that to a total stranger. That might be kind of weird. But as you talk to somebody, it's, it's a good way to do that. So the second thing that I noticed um, is that I purposely bothered people who were busy. So this is a very unscientific experiment. But what I noticed is, number one, everybody said yes. And then number two, I noticed a change in their demeanor after their gratitude interruption which I thought was kind of interesting. Everybody seemed just maybe slightly more relaxed or more at ease after they took just a moment to talk about things that they're grateful for. So unscientific, I mean, I am not a professor at a university yet, but that was what I noticed. So here's what happened when I walked around my newsroom and talked to my colleagues about what they are grateful for. Have you ever wondered how did they do that? I do all the time. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick and Dying to Ask is the podcast that gets me off a TV news set and into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and influencers I have been dying to talk to. Soak up the motivation that comes from learning how other people live their lives, how they take an idea or a goal, they follow through, and they pull it off. And maybe along the way, I'll get some answers to questions you've been dying to ask. Danielle Wilburn, our morning executive producer. Thanks for playing. You have no idea what we're going to do right now. This seems very intense. <laughs> you, got, you have the best laugh. Um, no, this is not intense. It's actually fun. We're talking about gratitude. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like now we're grateful. Now, now, yeah. She's okay. like, oh, yeah, I'm grateful. I'm good. Well, yes, yeah, we can go there. Okay. So, three things you're grateful for oh, off the mm. top of your head, big or small? Big I'm or small. grateful for. I would say family that is expanding. I've got engaged this year, so that's great. Waiting what happens soon. Um, and I'm grateful for friends, just a good circle, and also grateful for um, having a great church community. Yeah. You're a very spiritual person. What, what do you know about the power of gratitude? I know that you have to find the good in everything. That helps you, it keeps you going, because mm -hmm. sometimes life especially in this news business you can cover some crazy stories can you i don't i haven't noticed that <laughs> you haven't noticed it at all. <laughs> no. you can cover some crazy things but it's i'm good. pretty new though so right. you know. yeah you're yeah. you're rookie in the game <laughs> um so when you leave work or whatever you're dealing with whenever you leave you just think like mm, life could be terrible mm -hmm. but it's not it's not as bad as it could be no the highs are never as high the lows are never as low exactly yeah all right. Okay. Thanks. That was this were really good. Thank you. That's good. This wasn't as intimidating as I thought. Now you started the, off. Now strong. to the real reason I'm here. <laughs> that's the real reason. Like, <laughs> what were you doing on the night of? <laughs> and that's another podcast. <laughs> Teo Teres, yeah. let's let's talk gratitude. 
Okay. Okay. So this is um, we're talking today about like kind of the power of just being grateful for certain kinds of things, mm -hmm. big or small, and how it just kind of improves your life overall. So I'm going to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Three things you're grateful for, big or small. Mm -hmm. Don't think, just go. Okay, I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my family, and I'm grateful for um, this nice community we call home. That's real, really nice. Yeah, yeah. Try to be nice. I, you can try to be nice. <laughs> I think you're a pretty grateful, content person. Period. Yeah, I, I really am. I don't sweat the small stuff. No, we just had this conversation last we week. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, no, it just what, what's what's worth? Why? It's not worth it. You know, you get stressed out about something for nothing, mm -hmm. and you get nothing in return. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, seriously. So I try to just look at life as life half full. Yeah. I always do. No, you always have. That's one of my favorite things about you. What do you think? This is a very serious conversation. We never talk this serious. No, no, this is way no. too serious. <laughs> it's way deeper than <laughs> totally, we usually totally, are. Totally. <laughs> we'll talk about Bravo right. or something oh, here in yeah. a moment. No, I know. Um, what do you think the power is then, like, over Thanksgiving? You and I do run to feed the hungry every year. We talk to, pe well, to people about what they're grateful for. But the reality is, like, there's a scientific, like, proven fact that when people recognize things that they're grateful for, mm -hmm. they feel better just overall. Yeah. Oh, no, I would totally agree. I mean, that's why... You know, before our Thanksgiving meal, we always try to say, you know, we have a little prayer and then we say something positive about each person at the table. You know, oh, that's a nice yeah. twist on it, too. Totally. It's, it's good when siblings do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they pulling nails, but they always come up with something. We should do that in the studio some morning. Um, some morning. Some morning. <laughs> yeah, Just not. Yeah, this maybe morning. not every morning. <laughs> yes. No, that's true. But no, I think seriously, if you approach life, uh, you know, with a positive attitude, you'll get positivity back. If you go in negative, you get negative. Man, that should be a bumper sticker. Duh. <laughs> hey, Mike Desell, how are you? Wonderful. How are you? I am doing well. So today we're talking about gratitude. I'm just asking people three things off the top of your head that you're grateful for this year. They can be big. They can be small. They can be profound. They can be whatever you want. But just three things. Uh, my dogs, especially one of them, not so much the other. <laughs> uh, Wait, sidebar, you really do have a beef with that dog. It's a pandemic dog, and um, he's fitting for the pandemic. <laughs> Let's just say, and his name's Panda, by the way. In case you meet him, you'll know which one is which, which is the favorite one and which isn't. Uh, number two on my list are definitely my wife and kids, and number three, uh, chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Although, chocolate chip cookies, not in that order, of course. No, no, no. Number one is obvious. Obvi, as the kids say. Yeah, the cookies, of course. Of course, yeah. of course. Um, I'm curious to know, how do you, how have you taught gratitude with your kids? You have two kids. Uh, you know, by example, just try and uh, let them see that uh, sometimes um, being uh, gracious to others is uh, an impactful way to learn. And in fact, uh, my daughter just told my wife a story she remembers when she was a young child and said, why did you do that that day? that person hit you with their car and you didn't even get their name. And my wife just said, because some days some people just need some grace. And that was one day where that other driver clearly needed it. And my wife had never said anything at the time, but that's something that rubbed off on my daughter. And so lead by example. Isn't that cool? That must've made your wife feel so good. Absolutely. You know, the reverse is true too. Sometimes they remember your bad behaviors. Yeah, that's usually example. how it goes for me. <laughs> I'm not sure what that says. So I guess I'm grateful that they remembered some of the positive stuff. Love it. Thank you. Indeed. Happy holidays. Tamara Berg, talking about gratitude. Yes. Okay. Three things you're grateful for, big or small. Mm -hmm. Don't overthink it. Go. Okay. Coffee. 
Get that was mine mind. too. Every day. This is why we get along. I know. I love this. Okay. And number two, uh, diaper paste. My <laughs> kid had a gnarly rash, and it's just the miracle cream. Yeah. Uh, number three, family. Nice. I love it. Big or small. Love my family. Do you have one of those gratitude practices? You know, like some people like make a real conscious effort um, to think about something each day, right. and then you know to. I try really focus on it because it, it tends to make people feel really good yeah. and change their mindset. I try to always just think positive. Sometimes that's not always the case, but um, I don't do it daily, I would say. Yeah. So can I share the only parenting tip I have? Yes, please. I do this with my boys. Can you have a boy? So you may need this someday. <laughs> you get into the car and you don't like the temperature in the car. Like someone, somebody's complaining right. or whatever. You do the, you do the, something we call the gratitude game in my oh. house. So it's three things you're grateful for, okay. rapid fire. Yeah. You go back and forth. And by the time you get through the list of three, it changes their attitude. I like that. It is impossible to be angry uh-huh. or rude after you've said something you're grateful for. I'm going to use that. Try it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> like I said, it's the only parenting hack I have. I love it. Thank you. So Brian Hickey. We're grateful that you're on traffic. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm grateful to be in the studio with you guys and um, grateful for my health and the ability to go out and explore. I love to explore and grateful for my family and uh, being able to explore with them. And then um, just grateful to live in a great community that continues to provide and yeah. I mean, those are like pretty like life affirming things. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, which is a nice thing. It's nice to be able to recognize that too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and I am, I am very grateful for happiness because mm-hmm. but it, so many things come into happiness and Part of it, I think, is just your attitude, and I always try to find the good in everything. What is the way? Well, like, what is a, a good way to teach that? Do you think, like, to kids? How do you guys do that? Um, boy, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just lead by example. I mean, it's so easy to focus on the negative side of things, especially being in news. Um, so I always try to find that little bit of positive. As someone always said, turn the camera around and look for the hero behind you mm-hmm. when you're at something really bad, because there's always somebody. So I guess that's part of the looking for the good. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. Yeah. Dave Minicherry, our special projects producer. Nice to have you in. Thank you very much. So I have a question for you for this week's podcast. You do a lot of like big, heady, smart stuff here. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That's not what this is. Okay. You're good. Okay. Okay. So the question is, three things that you're grateful for, big or small, just off the top of your head, go. Uh, One would be my parents. I got to see them because they're both ill. Um, Yeah. Off the top of my head, my the ability to play music, I do that, and uh, and great friends who supported me through that. That's, That's like, really good. Mine was coffee today. Oh, coffee's a big one this morning. I need coffee very badly because I got in late on a late flight. So yeah, it's been coffee's coffee's on number four. Yeah. You have a nice gravelly voice though today. That's probably why I like it. That's probably why. Yeah. yeah. The, the tiredness will do that too. Yeah. Yeah. You have four kids, so I bet you've done this at some point. Gratitude with your kids and, you know, teaching them that and kind of the, the side effects of that. Yeah, I have. I mean, it's, you know, to teach them to be happy with what, what, they've, what they've got. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's easy to sort of see lots of other things and want lots of other things, and they haven't wanted for much. I mean, we have a roof over our heads. We can eat. And, you know, kind of reminding them that. They, they, they're all pretty solid. They've been pretty good about that. You're I, a good dad. Oh, I try. Don't don't ask my kids that question. They may, they may have a different take on that. So. I know. I Well, I've got the award for Mina's mom, but I think that's actually pretty good. Oh, I got that award a long time ago, Mina's dad, anyway. Yeah, so the two of us were quite a pair. Next up, Brandon Iriate. You have a beautiful last name. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's Bolivian. 
It is. Like I'm telling you that. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, hey, I'm proud of it. I like my last name. It's a beautiful last name. So Brandon produces um, our morning news. We're thrilled to have you on our team. Here's your question for this week's podcast. Name three things that you are grateful for, big or small. Go. Definitely. Okay. Grateful first and foremost to uh, my family, but especially my mother. Um, always have the strongest connection with her, and uh, she's uh, really raised me to be someone that I'm proud to be. You just took a big trip with her. <laughs> I did. We did. We went to uh, Europe, uh, four countries. Went to uh, London, um, Paris, uh, Amsterdam, and Belgium. And so lovely places. And uh, it just goes to show like how we do spend a lot of time with each other. And that's like goals. I mean, I have two boys. Like that's goals that they would A, want to go on a big trip with me. And that like after said trip that they'd still be talking glowingly. That's yeah. really cool. No, definitely. Um, and so she's uh, always up for adventures and uh, loves just being able to support me. And she'll be visiting me for Thanksgiving. So we'll be able to spend it together at least for the weekend okay so number one mom yes number one mom number two um this is gonna be so generic but i always think having strong friendships uh, really like um helps uh, ground you and be an additional support outside of like a relationship whether that be with your family or a significant other i for me i always like friendship is so important to me and being able to maintain relationships with people outside of what I mentioned um, throughout your life, especially as you get older, because I feel like it's harder to come by friends when you get older. I'm feeling like I could do a whole podcast on many things with you, Brennan. You're very good at this. <laughs> well, hey, I appreciate it. But um, but yeah, though they, um, I'm always grateful to like being able to uh, have friends and uh, have their support and then for me to support them as well. Okay, so number one, mom. Number two, your friends. Yes. Number three. <sighs> That's a, that's a tricky one. <laughs> Number three. Um, honestly, my college experience. So I'll, I will shout out my community college experience. Um, I went to a wonderful uh, community college program when I was uh, in my hometown. And I went there for three years. And that's what I really owe a lot of my career to because I had such an amazing teacher and peers in my class. Um, what, what was the school? Um, College of the Canyons in Santa Clarita. Mm -hmm. So um, there was a, one professor, which I thought, for example, when I first started this, I wanted to just be like a newsprint writer, like work for a newspaper or something like that. But then this one professor, his name's Dave Brill, came into that class and he's like, hey, if you're uh, at all interested about video, you know, we're always like taking people that learn. You'll incorporate a lot of the same skills, but it's something a little new. And so he was very more convincing than what I just explained, but I went to that class and uh, sat down and it all kind of just like took off from there. I learned all about shooting video, learned about editing, learned about um, pitching stories and where to get stories in the first place. And um, he, was so incredible and I still remember like the first stories that I shot as a package and I was so rough around the edges but he believed in me and he gave me a reason to like want to work hard and go above and beyond just normal like any other class and so that's what I really like honed my skills and made a lot of friends that way too and I still keep in touch with them because they're all over yeah. the United States at this point so oh my gosh okay so for recapping mom 
friends, and an incredible college experience. Yes. Those were really good, and I feel like I've gotten to know you better. And you just proved my point that by asking somebody what they're grateful for, you can really get to know them better. Yeah, I would definitely say so. <laughs> like, you really get to know, like, someone's life story that way. And, you uh, do. And I always appreciate that. <laughs> oh, thanks, Brandon. Of course. Thank you. I hope you'll give this a try, whether it is in writing, as I do in the morning, writing down just a couple of things you're grateful for, or in actually having a conversation with your friends or family. Here's what I know about gratitude. I know very few things in life anymore. <laughs> Seriously, less and less as time goes on. But one thing I do know in my core about gratitude is that it is impossible to feel worse about your situation in life after you say out loud or in writing a few things that you actually are thankful for. I believe this seriously to my core. And I also believe the same thing about working out. Impossible to regret those moments. Please text this episode to someone you are grateful for. And thank you for listening to the Dying Desk Podcast. You can always reach out to me. You'll find me on Instagram at runreadsip. Just shoot me a message. I will write you back. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and this is Dying Desk.